0: Hi and welcome to today's episode of Knowing Me, Knowing You Who. I'm Carla and I'm joined today by Alex. Hello. And we've got the pleasure of talking to Toby and Kelly today from Earth Cubs. So hi, Toby. Hi, Kelly.
1: Hi, guys. Good to be here.
0: So would you like to just start off um, and tell us a little bit about who you are, Toby, Kelly?
1: Sure. So hi, I'm Toby Hunt, uh, CEO and co-founder of Earth Cubs um originally a techie uh computer scientist uh, and've been in technology for my whole career uh, opportunity a few years ago to um have a bit more impact on the world i've been a long term environmentalist and and um i'd say social activist but not really social activist socially conscious i would say um and uh, about the same time as i became a father was this opportunity to do something else and i um I really wanted to uh, prepare my children for the future that they're going to have um, and uh, kind of becoming ever more concerned about climate change um, and the the situation we find ourselves in the world. I think that learning about sustainability, uh, learning about climate and being ready for what that means for your future, whether that's jobs or, or just, just your life, I think is so important. So that is Um, That is me, and that is um, why Earthcubs will go into a bit more detail, I'm sure, but um, over to you, (laughs) Cal.
2: Thanks, yeah. My name is Kelly Van Odenade. I am the Head of Education at Earthcubs. My role is to oversee the curriculum, um, to give it that education stamp of approval, and also I'm involved in creating the resources and ensuring that they are verified in the right way with the right research, and they're tried and tested in schools. Um, I was, before, the, before my current role, I was a primary school teacher for uh, around 15 years, and I was also a curriculum writer for Hamilton Trust. Um, and what led my interest in sustainability was working with unqualified teachers in Zambia. Uh, and I had a sort of light bulb moment when um, I realized the challenges that some of those teachers were facing Having up to 50 children in a class uh, with limited resources, and how they were still able to have a really rich uh, curriculum through accessing nature and being outside, and that kind of led my my sort of career sort of path after that really, because I wanted to be more involved in that, making sure that um, the more kids had access to that, and and that led me to my
3: current role, really, at Earth Cubs, so, yeah. Amazing, thanks so much. I know, Toby, you spoke a bit then about the the, the background to Earth Cubs, but could you tell us a bit more about the, the origins, the origin story, and the inspiration that led you to begin it?
1: Sure. Um, so, I, I said just now that, really, for a long term, being concerned environmentally um, in more recent years, very concerned socially, Uh, and I think the more and more one looks into it, the easier it is to become more concerned, which is uh, frightening of of itself. Um, I knew I wanted to do something um, that had more impact on the world. Um, And when I got together with my two co-founders, one is John and one is Peter. Peter is a technologist, designer and developer. Um, and we wanted to do something together. We had a kind of similar opportunity, similar time to, to, to look at this. And, and John is a, um, creative director, uh, video production and, and advertising and for all sorts of different reasons. I think John had won all sorts of awards for, uh, doing adverts for, for Nike or Adidas or Gillette or McVitie's or whoever it was. Um, and, uh, he, also a father, um, was, was concerned on, um, on, on, on the type of material that, all, that his, that his uh, child, Albie, w- was able to access. And, and similarly for me, becoming a father, uh, having uh, a- the kids have access to, to technology, whether it's YouTube or whether it's the App Store, in a balanced way. Um, but enabling that just led me to realize that there's just so much rubbish. Um, there's a lot of good stuff, but there's a lot of rubbish and it's very easy for kids to find rubbish. Um, and I guess the three of us thought, you know, we can do something about this. We can build it, we can produce it, we can do the business. And there is, uh, that kind of led us to a lot more research. We did, um, research, research. We did, we did some more, we did some research with other, with our friends, other parents, um, and really found that, that they were concerned as well. Um, and didn't really know how to talk to their children about climate change and what it what it might mean for them, um, about social injustice, inequality, and what what that might mean. Um, and really, you know, about apart from scratching the surface of knowing that if you cut down rainforests, we we uh, you know we we have less ability to produce oxygen. Uh, and uh, and take out carbon dioxide from from the from the the atmosphere as you know and renewables and burning fossil fuels and all that. You know, everyone's got a kind of base level of, of of understanding, but really everyone was concerned about how they talk about this in a in a meaningful way to their kids and and really in a positive way. So this was like right, well we're on to something. Um, let's go and talk to some teachers and and woefully unsupported. Um, obviously, there are teachers all over the world that are uh, that have taken it upon themselves to bring sustainability and bring some form of climate education into their classroom, but really in a very unsupported way. It's not on the curriculum um, and the powers that be are moving very slowly with making that happen, which is sad. And even in countries where they have done it. Um, Italy being one, I actually met, uh, I was at COP uh, at the end of last year, and we, we met a teacher in Italy who said that the government has mandated climate and sustainability education in schools, but fewer than 100 schools had done it successfully across the whole country. I, I don't know how they, they got that data. The, the point being that even when the right decisions from the top have been made, actually that a big part of that decision making is is, uh, ensuring that there's the right support. So in short or in long to (laughs) summarize, um, very little support for parents or teachers delivering what we consider to be very, very, very important um, education, skills, knowledge to their children, uh, to their students. inaction from governments um, and and uh, educational bodies Um, uh, a lot of rubbish that kids when you know, finding material themselves can can find and um, uh, this kind of this 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 is what led us to want to do something about it and knowing that we could do something about it Um, so so that in a nutshell is is why earth cubs was was founded and very soon after it was founded we realized that we needed to know something about education so uh, kelly uh, our uh, head of education and and she's she's wonderful you'll hear, hear lots more from her in, in a minute um but uh we brought her on board to help us write the right content um we we've also got another employee michelle who comes from a marketing background she helps us get it out there
0: Amazing. So listening to all of that, then obviously there's, there's a lot to do, isn't there, to support support this um, mission. So what is the Earth Cubs mission and, and how is it? how are you working towards it?
1: So the Earth Cubs mission is to inspire the next generation of global citizens. And we've set ourselves the task of inspiring 1 billion children by 2030. So why start a business and not have a ginormously uh, uh, a a huge ambition and so that that's what we've done Um, we uh, are going about it by making everything free um, because anything else is too slow Um, schools are generally underfunded Uh, they have annual buying cycles and the material that we want to teach about is not on the curriculum so trying to charge schools all parents for this kind of material seems like a, a, a very much an uphill struggle, um, and one that that doesn't have the the desired impact, which is everyone on the in the world, all kids of primary age, to um, engage, become inspired, get the knowledge, um, be, be empowered to take action. Um, to keep the world awesome, as we say. We try and keep it positive, not fix what we've broken, but keep the world awesome. Um, And so uh, we're going about it, one, by by making it free, uh, and two, by really trying to unify and amplify this space. So partnerships are huge for Earth Cubs. We work with uh, organizations, wonderful organizations like Zella, who are also trying to have an amazing impact. We work with wonderful organizations like Findel and and Yuhu who are trying to have a a, a fantastic impact in the world. We work with wonderful charities like Ocean Generation, um, Rainforest Trust and uh, Le Ciel Foundation, for example. Um, Lots lots of partnerships to um, uh, inspire the content that we write about, but also support the distribution um, uh, to as many schools and homes around the world as, as we can. Um, just, just to go a little bit further, we're, we're really, really focusing on highly engaging content. We, we, right from the beginning, Earth Cubs has always wanted to be a highlighter in a box of pencils. We want to be vibrant. We want color. We want humor. We want positivity, um, and really try and move away from the doom and gloom that everyone gets because everyone watches the news and they get that from, um, uh, you know, whether it's teachers, whether it's parents, whether it's communities, that's what, that's what they get. And it's only really when you go a bit further to find the stories that really can inspire the stories of organizations changing the way they do things to remove plastics or to improve their supply chain or to reduce the amount of fossil fuels that they burn or, or, or whatever it might be, clean up the ocean. I mean, there's just hundreds, thousands, millions of stories that we can tell that are, that are super positive. And so we're really trying to do that through um, very interactive, uh, very visual, very humorful content. And that's that's what we're all about.
3: Amazing. I really like the highlighter in a box of pencils analogy. I think that's very <laughs> accurate as well for Earth Cubs because it is so vibrant and so fun and engaging. And then we talked a bit then about how sustainability and climate education isn't on the British national curriculum currently. Um, and I know that's why a lot of EarthCub's content is premised on being based around the UN's global goals. And you've also got your five key competencies as well. So could you tell us a bit more about how that fits into everything you do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we start off the UN's global goals, sustainable development goals, are the EarthCubs blueprint because they are, you know, you don't know what they are, they're a you know, world leaders got together and came up with um, 17 goals to build a greener and better uh, future and planet. Um, And we call, we frame that for the children, the the world's to-do list. Um, And that's how we like to describe it. Um, And they, those global goals are there to um, help understand how to tackle some of those challenges that we face like poverty, inequality or climate change. Um, And as I said, we use that as a blueprint for our education as well as key competencies, which align to the the global goals. Um, Our key competencies um, help children to become more environmentally conscious global citizens. Um, And they're helping children to learn to love um, to think, to do, and to tell. So we have um, sustainable literacy. It's about helping children to learn about the planet, about the few, the, the, the global goals, the, the challenges that we face today and how they can be part of the solution. Um, compassionate empathy is the love. So knowing that we're all in a position of care and thinking about how we can how we interact with the things, the living things around us and the planet and the people. Uh, the systems thinking is the, the to think, and that's how we are all um interconnected with each other, the humans and nature, and how your actions, wherever you are, can have an impact on the other side of the world and all the things around you in the local and wider world. Uh, change leadership is the do, so that's um thinking about you know how. You can have positive impact on your actions, your daily decision making, which become habits, hopefully for the future. But also like how you change yourself, like as a person, which is really, really important. And to tie all those things together is the contemplation and that's to tell. And that's the storytelling, which is all about Earth Cubs, telling these amazing stories, as Toby mentioned, like we tell stories about the the wonderful work our partners are doing in the world and charities and how people are out there living, um, making real action every day. Um, And what's really important is sharing those stories with other people and how children can share their stories with other people and that spreads awareness and that's what we want to do because that's gonna change um, mindset and sustainable culture which is really important and is one of the, the hardest things to do, I think. So, so Earth Clubs is making sure that we're aligning to the global goals, we're equipping children with what they need in terms of their competencies and building the right skills and knowledge to become um, change makers. Excellent. That
0: all sounds like just... The perfect thing that we that's needed, isn't it? That going back to what Toby was talking about before, and um, also Toby, I know you mentioned earlier about making sure that all of your resources are engaging. As you know, you mentioned there's a lot of other things out there, a lot of rubbish out there. You want your resources to be engaging as well as educational. Um, and Kelly, obviously, you mentioned um, that you put your sort of stamp of approval on it, being the education um, specialist side of things. So how do you make sure that all of your resources are engaging and inspiring for the pupils as well as making sure that they are engaging, um, sorry, as well as making sure they are educational at the same time?
2: Well, I think Earth Cubs strikes, we want to strike a balance between entertainment and education um, to make sure that we are, um, we're, Giving equipping children with the right knowledge, but in making sure that they're having fun as they're doing it and we are not adding to eco-anxiety, which we know is on the rise within schools um, and the world with children and adults as well alike. So our resources are all super, super, super positive. And we do that through the vibrancy and the colour of the characters like Nigel the Nervous Narwhal and Antony the Anteater, who not only are telling children about these really important things that they're going to have to face and are facing today, um, but also doing it with lots of jokes and fun and activities and ways that they can get messy and, you know, have their own impact and voice. Um, so that's that's how we're doing it, as well as um, making sure that we have the right curriculum links. So we are um, not only using the UN's global goals as um, a blueprint and a foundation, our key competencies, but also linking to um, UK and international curricula as well, because we are a global platform. So we're making sure that the resources are really usable um, and, you, you know, ready to go for teachers to use and they could use them in a way that um, works for them and their school. I think we do that through different curriculum pathways. So we've outlined different ways teachers can do that because we know that's one of the challenges um, schools and teachers face because it's it's not necessarily a priority. It's how they integrate and embed sustainable education into their curriculum. Um, and we outline different pathways. We have three, which are, um, through discrete teaching, so through your, you know, the current le- top lessons that you have to teach, like history or, or English. Um, so looking at that avenue, or through an enrichment week, um, or time, it doesn't have to be a week, it could be more or less time, um, two weeks or a month. Um, and also using the global goals as a centre, as a programme. So we have three pathways, and I think it's important for schools and teachers to choose the pathway that works for them that not one is not one pathway that's going to work for every context there's so many different schools schools in you know the middle of a, a city and really rural areas that you know they have to choose the right pathway for them so we provide that that uh, knowledge as well for them to be able to build their own um, sustainable journey and curriculum.
1: Can I just add can I add to that quickly um, just just to say that um, I think Disney coined the phrase edutainment uh, goodness knows how many years ago now I think I think they've just had their hundredth anniversary um, or something but he coined the phrase edutainment I think that's really important when you think about um, earth cubs we've had you know we still consider ourselves uh, a, a startup and we all love being in in a, a startup and it's really really fun and exciting and we've all we all help each other with everything, um. But I think that the um, the making uh, an entertainment brand that is educational, or making an educational brand and uh, uh ed- an entertainment brand educational, or an education brand entertaining. Sorry, lots of words beginning with E. um is 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 super important for us we we don't just want to be a um a a, a, with a focus on schools for example we want to be a global brand that kids all over the world um associate earth cubs with making the world making their community making their uh their impact on the world better um, and we want to do what brands like Peppa Pig, for example, have done. But what we have the advantage of is from the ground up, we're building an edutainment brand that is truly educational and truly entertaining. And um, that's what we're really excited about. And subsequently, we've got is going crazy. Lots of schools using us in the UK, but we're in 126 different countries. Um, we've started experimenting with different languages um uh, i think we've got eight different languages on the platform at the moment um and and we're, we're we're making it happen and it's and it's really really exciting to be doing it and um i think just working with you know companies m- much more established and wonderful companies like Yoohoo, uh, part of the findel family is is just super exciting for us and it and it just goes to show that companies large and small are coming together to make this impact and I think um I think it's really exciting.
3: Yes thanks Toby it's definitely really exciting. To go back to what we were saying before about some of the challenges and you mentioned eco anxiety and kind of the overall like lack of guidance for teachers. In terms of the work you've done already, can you tell us a bit more about the specifics of some of those challenges that educators and schools are facing and what Earthcubs is doing to support those?
2: Yeah, so I think I already mentioned one of the challenges is probably um, curriculum integration and having the kind of confidence and knowledge to be able to embed it within sustainability within a curriculum is quite is quite something, really. I think, especially with the, as we know, as a as a teacher, um, you know, your what you have to do anyway on a daily basis is quite enormous, and you have um, limited time, um, and you know, you have lots of other subjects you have to teach, and I think, you know, sometimes resources and budget um, are you know, a real barrier to um for schools to embed sustainability into the curriculum because they you know they have to prioritize other subjects and you know maybe the roof needs fixing or you know then they have another priority that they have to they have to do so that becomes then at the bottom of the list and I think I think you know it's really important that we have that teachers have the right access to training and, um, you know, have the time in their in their school timetable to be able to access that training as well, you know, because their workload is absolutely enormous. Um, they have to go home, mark books, think about the next day. Um, and we all know holidays are a no. <laughs> you know, you, six weeks is the myth. You don't get six weeks. <laughs> um, so there's so many obstacles um, To overcome and i think one of the biggest ones as well is the you know the sustainability mindset and you know kind of bringing other people on board and the mission within schools because everybody you know has the different challenges in their roles and classes and you know this you know bringing making sure everybody's on the right same page and working together i think you know we can have change makers. One person can make a difference, a massive difference, but to make huge difference, everybody needs to be working together. Um, and you know, I think there's definitely a massive movement now. Um, and we've seen, I've seen, and we've seen, I'm sure Toby will agree a massive change in, in mindsets and people wanting to get on board and really passionate about sustainable education. Um, and hopefully that's going to keep growing and growing and growing. Um, and Earth Cubs, um, you know, Earth Cubs is amazing because we have everything there that teachers need to get started and to get going and to be able to, as we said mentioned earlier, giving children the right messages in the, the right way, in a positive way. We're not going to be scaring them or anything like that. They're going to feel empowered. They're going to feel... Lighter, they're going to have had a laugh. They're going to smile, um, and they're going to be making a difference. And we've got everything there on the platform for schools and teachers and families to get started uh, with that journey.
1: And and I think it's really important as well that we we're partnering for you know there's the the one the kids' inspiration for which we need the teachers and the parents to get involved, Um, and we are providing um that that kind of get going material for for teachers and and for parents and we're also working with partners professors at universities working groups um global forums part of the education day at cop you know we're we're we're, we're spreading ourselves around the global conversation in 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 a really really powerful way i think and um and and uh, so providing that and 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 working with Yahoo to provide wonderful resources for teachers and be able to get that material out in a more impactful way. I think that you know that's that's one of the huge huge things that we're doing to to make an impact is is to help teachers on on their journey. Um, the other thing is you know why why might some of these challenges exist other than a, a lack of or, or, or teachers parents not being equipped. But it's also about storytelling in, in, in of itself. The storytelling that pervades is doom and gloom. No one wants to bring doom and gloom into their classroom and it's it's quite easy. The human condition is to kind of sweep stuff under the carpet a little bit, or at least for the the, the lion's share of, of 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 people. And I think when you can align yourself to a positive story, when you can hear a story about another teacher doing something amazing or fun or cool in another school that's moving the dial then it, it provides that inspiration to um to to make that change yourself so i think storytelling and that's what earth cubs is all about telling telling positive stories about this is 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 our, our kind of uh our our, uh, our impact on the world that is what we want to provide that that then helps a- a- anyone uh, get excited about being better
0: yeah and I like that what kind of what you both alluded to there but like one person can obviously make a big difference but that teamwork, that, that part, those partnerships, that storytelling, a lot of people can obviously make a huge difference and Kelly you talked about the pupils being empowered and sort of telling it from a positive point of view and not um, going into those negative stories that we hear so much so why is it so important that the pupils do feel empowered to make a difference as well
1: uh i i i'll i'll, I'll start um mm-hmm. why is it so important that uh i mean kids have to right They're like the 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 reason behind education is to get you know get kids uh ready and prepared for their future and i think Unless they feel empowered that they can make a difference, then the the doom and gloom wins, yeah. and it just it can't win for, for all of us for our few, you know for this uh, you know theoretical or, or or metaphorical asteroid that is that is hurtling towards our our planet, which is climate changing, global temperature rising, all of all of this stuff, not to mention all of the other things that we're doing that are also having a a, a negative impact um if kids are scared uh then they're going to be less likely to want you know they'd be able to do something about it If they don't have the knowledge and skills for how things are connected and what actions they can take now which will lead to ever more you know uh, impactful actions as they get older including career choices and i won't go into lots of data now but there's loads of data that says that by the time primary school kids now are in the workforce there's going to be so many jobs that require sustainable skills and at the current rate there's going to be a huge shortfall so even you know even no one can tell what what the what what the world's going to be like in in 10 15 years time but uh, at the moment we're we're not preparing the kids uh, in the right way those, those jobs you know, we've we've known for a long time that in the digital world you know uh things move on so so quickly well i think it's the same in sustainability and there's just so much exciting stuff to get involved with from from energy to conservation there's 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 everything and i think um kids need to aspire to be in in those in those careers and they'll they'll um Part of me also thinks that you know, kids are our teachers in, in this regard. You know, it's, um, we, our job really is to maintain an enthusiasm for, for, for nature and, and, and the world in, in a positive manner. But, you know, we, the, the world has a, a pretty good way of, of, of creating skepticism generally and, and I think our, our role really is to just keep them wonderfully motivated about learning the world.
2: And I think it's those stories as well. Like um, we work with a lot of amazing people and partners and sharing those stories about what very young children are doing. Um, like, you know, you know, petitioning to the government to, to stop the use of plastic bags at the age of eight. I mean, it's crazy. It's It's amazing, isn't it? It's like unbelievable that an eight-year-old would do that. And then we are sharing that story with so many more children because that's on the Earth Cups platform. And so many more children are like thinking, well actually, that's super inspiring. And I think this is something that I can have a go at. And it's literally as simple as that. Um, So yeah, I think that is really, really important that we are inspiring kids and, and, and letting them see that they can have an impact and a voice at a very, very, very young age.
3: Amazing and exactly on that note of talking about why it's so important and everything that we need to do to inspire children and teachers it's a really good time to talk about everything that we've got coming up with our collaboration between Yoohoo and EarthCubs. so could you give us a little bit of a sneak preview into some of the things that will be coming up for educators to look forward to
2: So, well, we're really, really excited about the partnership. Um, And we feel that we are going to make learning about sustainability and climate change so much easier and simpler because everything is going to be in one place. It's going to be a one-stop shop for teachers who we know, we discussed, they don't have much time. We know that they're super busy and doing the most important job. And we're going to have everything there at their fingertips to get going so they can learn on how to embed sustainability in their curriculum. We've done the research with the experts. Um, We can give them advice and support um, on their journey. And, um, you know, showcasing through real case studies is something that will be coming up, which I'm really excited about because, you know, seeing what schools and teachers and children are actually doing whether they are at the end of their journey and they've, you know, an eco schools, green flag, and they've, you know, on a massive allotment and beautiful campus. And, you know, they are all singing from the same sheet, or they're just literally at the beginning of their journey. And they're thinking, you know, where do I get started with this? And I've, I've done one thing. And then we're just going to make sure that we're telling all those different stories to show that actually, um, you know, it, it there's you know it doesn't matter where you are on the journey, it's just making a start and um you know that's that, that one start and that one thing that you might do a year is better than doing nothing at all. You know, it doesn't have to be a huge, a massive task. It it it, it can be broken down into little tiny steps. Um, so we're there to be able to give teachers the support and confidence to be able to do that as well as really exciting content, of course. Um, so we've got lots of exciting video content coming up um, all around sort of vital topics like uh, zero zero waste and community action uh, with all the right teacher guidance as well um, on there, as well as more podcasts, I think as well, which will be very exciting.
1: So so just, just, just to uh, follow up on what Kelly said, just all of all of the power of what we've been working the last four four years to do will, will be available through the Yahoo platform in in the right way, collaborating with you guys and and making it accessible to as many teachers uh, around the world as we can. Um, creating exceptionally vibrant content about the the, the Findel's sustainability mission um, and how that in itself can be stories to inspire. Kids to understand how things get to their classroom, and um, uh, as well as all sorts of other wonderful things that the company is doing um, Mm -hmm. with social action and 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 that kind of stuff. Um, And then, yes, as Kelly said, more podcasts. Um, You guys have uh, you know shown or are are showing us the way, and we would uh, love Mm -hmm. to 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 keep going. So we've got a um, wonderful list uh, of amazing teachers, professors, partners um, that are making an impact in this space that we would like to do interviews like this and share with you all through the UHU platform. Um, and we're very excited about it.
0: It is. It's, it's all so exciting. And we're, we're really excited about our partnership with you guys as well. Um, like you say, lots of podcasts to come. We'll all be together at the BET show at the XL in London at the end of January. So we're all really excited about that. Um, and as Kelly and Toby just mentioned there, just a little sneak preview of all the sort of exciting content to come to, to carry on telling that story and um, continue with Earthcub's mission. So that's all we've got time for on today's episode. So thank you again so much to Kelly and Toby for joining us today and answering all our questions. And thank you to Alex. And we'll hope to see you all soon. Thank you very much. Thank everyone. you very much. Thanks for having us.
1: Bye. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.